0: This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode 107, Shelters, Humane Societies, and Rescues. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hi, everybody. How are you today? summer is crazy busy at our house and it goes faster each year when my kids were little I used to stress somewhat over you know what are we gonna do every day and what activities can I plan to help them learn and make progress during the break they have from their regular school days now as my kids are older I'm just holding on trying to keep up with the fun things they are individually involved in as well as trying to organize time that we can be together super crazy but super fun. And Baxter's along for the ride through it all. He goes with the flow pretty well and he loves to go on adventures with us when possible. He just came downstairs from my daughter's room upstairs and was snuggling with her in bed and letting her scratch on him and just enjoying everybody being home. So I hope your summer months are full of memories too. Considering our upcoming summer days and thinking about things we can do to help make a difference for good, today I want to talk about shelters, rescues, and humane societies. What's the difference, or are they the same, and how can you get involved even if you didn't get your dog from one? Or maybe you did. We partner with many professional organizations here at Baxter and Bella, including breeders, trainers, rescues, shelters, vet clinics, animal hospitals, and other canine community organizations. We really appreciate everyone who's pet passionate like us, and together we are making the world a better place for our dogs to live. First, recognize shelters, humane societies, and rescues are all valuable. They are all doing similar things in that they take in animals and they provide them with shelter, food, and water. They are different in who runs them, how they operate, and the costs associated. Even within rescues, though, there are differences among those, and same with shelters and humane societies. They are oftentimes independent organizations, but with similar missions, all trying to help pets. Now, shelters are local facilities where pets are dropped off for a variety of reasons. Most have an open-door policy where all pets are welcome. While terms such as the city pound, animal control, or animal services are also used, the term shelter means a place where animals can get shelter, food, and water, all of the basic necessities of life. Unfortunately, in many cases, as animals come in, room must be made and animals who do not get adopted out may be put to sleep or euthanized. Please know not all shelters will euthanize animals, which are sometimes referred to as no-kill shelters. Many modern shelters do a great job of keeping their facilities bright and clean, welcoming in the public to adopt out an animal living there, and hopefully giving them a new chance at life. Humane societies are independent organizations. They're even independent from the Humane Society of the United States, and have gotten the option to accept all pets or have a limited number they accept, which helps prevent them from euthanizing animals in order to make room. Many use foster homes or boarding facilities to help with the animal intake. Others work together and they'll move animals from one humane organization to another in hopes a new community may be a good fit for the animals being transferred there. Sometimes it just takes a new set of eyes. Still, others may operate just like a city shelter. Rescues are an individual or non-profit organization run by volunteers, which vary in how they are operated. Many take in animals. They'll get to know the animals and foster them until they are adopted. Adoption prices will vary across the board from shelters to rescues and geographic locations. Policies at these facilities also vary, so you'll want to ask about those when you first contact a shelter humane society or rescue about adopting a pet. Again, all of these organizations are doing great things in giving animals a home, food, water, shelter, and then many do a great job of getting to know the animals, finding out their strengths and weaknesses, and then matching them up with people who are willing to adopt them in their local areas. Now, something these three organizations have in common is the need for volunteers. Even if you didn't get your dog from a shelter, humane society, or a rescue, there may be one in your area who needs your help. We are noticing these days that numbers are starting to increase and shelters and rescues and humane societies are starting to fill up. I have volunteered at my local humane society off and on as my time allows and helped with laundry, cleaning the kennels and surrounding areas, washing food and water bowls, I've walked the dogs, played with the dogs, and I really enjoyed training them on basic manners and behaviors. We had a dog come in one day who was scared of the floor drain. So you know how they have the drains that run through the kennels so that when we spray them out and clean out the kennels, it's easy to let that water drain. Well, the dog was afraid of it. And I played a simple game where I tossed a tree away from the floor drain for the dog to go and enjoy. Then as soon as the dog turned around, I tossed another one away from the floor drain Eventually, he became more comfortable moving my way to get the next treat tossed and stopped caring about the floor drain. That was super rewarding to see him go from super fearful to, oh, okay, I have a little confidence with this and I'm fine. I also worked on dogs coming to the front of their kennels and sitting for a treat. I would walk up and down the rows. And as the dog would see me, I'd wait for them to sit. I'd mark yes, give them a treat, and I would move to the next one. And I, we'd just go over this again and again and again, just to help them have better manners when people came to see them. My brother's family recently fostered a litter of four kittens. They were not so sure about having a full-time pet, but they did have a few months where they felt like they had time to give, you know, take caring for some kittens a go. And fostering allowed them to help the local Humane Society as well as get the experience of having pets in their home. They have adored the experience and we love hearing the stories their kids excitedly tell us each time we see them. I live in a college town here in Logan and our local Humane Society allows people to come take dog dogs on a walk or a jock, even an overnight experience just to get the dogs out and about. Um, socialize them, expose them to everyday life experiences, and they'll put little bandanas on them, advertising their adoption availability, which helps get the word out and, you know, spread it around that, Hey, we have some really awesome animals who are up for adoption. This is popular, especially with the many students on campus who can't have a pet due to their rental agreements, but they want to spend time with the pet. It benefits both the human and the dog. That is a win-win. Many rescues also have fundraisers and benefit greatly from community involvement. So pay attention to what's going on in your local area. You might see that they're having a dinner auction or hosting an art show, maybe a dog walk-a-thon, and you could bring your dog out and get in on the action. Um, there are just many things that happen that we've experienced here locally to raise money and awareness about pet adoption. And we anticipate if you look, you will see similar options close to you too. Check out your local area and see what needs are around you and choose to become involved. You may find volunteering is a good fit for you or someone in your household. As the saying goes, when we each contribute a little, together we accomplish a lot. Those who work in shelters, humane societies, or rescues have a hard job, but a rewarding one. We so appreciate the work they do and encourage everyone to become involved in lifting a hand when you can. On that note, when you find someone who has recently adopted a dog from a shelter, humane society, or rescue, let them know about our online training program and how it is a good fit for new puppies and older dogs as well. We help any dog in any circumstance and look forward to helping as many pet families this summer as we can. You guys have a great week. I hope you find a fun adventure to enjoy with your dog this weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site BaxterandBella.com to contact me.